Callie has a definition and she needs a word. So we will help her with that. We see if cheese balls and gushers stand the test of time. And we try really, really hard to move the mics away so you don't have to listen to us chewing. And we found what could be the show close for the month of October, for next month. That's how far plan ahead we are. We're so good. Uh, but we're going to play it for you today because it was from the Emmy Awards earlier this week. And it will get you pumped up. It changed the course of Callie's week. All that and more on today's show. You are an upsider living in gratitude, finding the positive in every experience and helping other people do the same. Welcome to The Upside. Update. With Callie and Jeff. If this is your first episode of The Upside, welcome. If you've been here before, welcome back. Today is Wednesday, September 14th. My name is Jeff Dollar and today I am grateful that 95% of the time Ellie doesn't mind getting in her car seat. And I'm reminded of that when there's the 5% time when she's like, I'm going to arch my back like you're trying to put a cat in the sink. And the people walking by the car are like, oh my gosh, this man is torturing his child. <laughs> right. That's a physical, I'm pretty sure it's a physical, he may, I think he just punched her in the belly. Yeah. Because you're trying to fold her up, but in which she doesn't want to. But I mean, it's probably even more than night. I mean, I could count on one hand the number of times that she's just. She's done it to me twice. Not been into it. Yeah. And I know there are some kids who just, and I hope, knock on wood, I hope I didn't just jinx myself. But I know there are some kids who, I mean, mom's on called that a whole episode on it. They called it the car, car seat, seat rodeo. rodeo. Yeah. Yep. Because there are kids who just, they're not into it. And it's a fight every time. So I'm so grateful that Ellie is not one of those kids. My name is Callie Dollar and I am grateful for the A plus weather we had in Atlanta. Oh my gosh. It was perfect. It's fall. You know, it's false fall. It's false fall, but it's my favorite Atlanta weather ever because it's, no, you like fall. You like true fall. I do, but I. This is false fall. This is the fall that is fall enough that you're like, oh, I'm gonna bring all my sweaters out and I'm gonna get all mm -hmm. my hood, move all my hoodies to the to the the you know front of the closet or whatever. And as soon as you're like, oh, it's so nice, you'll get up, you'll fully sweater up to leave for work in the morning. You don't even look at the weather. And you don't sitting. even layer because you're confident. Yeah. And then you walk outside and it's either 92 degrees at seven in the morning with 100% humidity or it's chilly. But by lunch, you're it, sweating. It's Arizona. And you didn't layer. Yeah. So you can't take anything off. You're just stuck in your sweaty just sweater. Just don't just know that when this happens, you've been warned. We, we are in false fall. So they don't call it a sweat or for nothing. <laughs> okay. You love me. Um, OK, so the Emmys were earlier this week. What Monday night today yes. is Wednesday. You know, Lace Larrabee went to the Emmys I as a guest. I saw that and I'm like, um, hi, massive deal. Like I knew she said she was going back to L.A., but Lace like says things so casually like, oh, yeah, I'm just going back to L.A. Not I'm going to the Emmys. Both of those cheaties women. Like I mean, Catherine and Lace, like we were on yeah. the phone with them a month ago and Lace is like, oh, Catherine, have you given him a heads up? And like a heads up is, uh, I have to have a root canal, so right. I'm not going to be able to do an episode this week. <laughs> right. And she's like, oh yeah, I'm on the tonight show with Jimmy Fallon 
uh, next Wednesday. And we're like, say what? And she's like, yeah. And then Lace did it to us last week in a group text message for uh, for something Chidi's related. She's like, oh, I don't know if I've given you a heads up next week, but I'm gonna I'm attending the Emmys Award, and then I'm doing some other America's Got Talent related stuff Emmy while Awards. I'm out there. What did I say? Emmys, Emmys Award. Award. Uh, and then I've got some other stuff that I'm doing while I'm out there, and we're like, huh? <laughs> so. Rewind. Um, okay, so for me, the best like acceptance speech or whatever came from someone that I didn't even know until this week. And I feel like Jeff, this has to, this show has to go on our list now. Abbott elementary. Okay. Um, people say so many good things about it that it's funny. And you where, know, where do we find it? Is it a network? Is it a Netflix? You know Is what? I'm going to have to look that up because we have about 15 different yeah. <laughs> networks on our Roku. So I have to figure it out. But um, it's a woman named Cheryl Lee Ralph. And I thought her acceptance speech was outstanding. Like she was opened with song, which I'm not going to play because I don't know legally how much we can play on the show. But I did want to play a snippet of her speech. It's, it's a mockument. Um, Abbott Elementary is an American mockumentary. So think of The Office, the under the style of The Office. It is a sitcom on ABC. To anyone who has ever, ever had a dream and thought your dream wasn't, wouldn't, couldn't come true, I am here to tell you that this is what believing looks like. This is what striving looks like. And don't you ever ever give up on you because if you get a Quinta Brunson in your corner, if you get a husband like mine in your corner, if you get children like mine in your corner, and if you've got friends like everybody who voted for me, cheered for me, love me, thank you. I mean, that's a, that's the October show close. I, well, so I was going to propose that. I thought it was amazing to see someone who apparently, and I don't know her well enough, but now I'm like, oh my gosh, I love her, um, who doubted themselves and at one point may have thought, oh, like I can't do this or I'm not going to make it or whatever, because the self-doubt does creep in there that you can. And I, for me, it was like one of those lightning bolts, like speeches where I was like, whoa, that hit me at the right time. I don't know if I've been feeling defeated lately or whatever, but I loved that. Um, the, that show, just to provide some context, um, had seven nominations at the Emmy Awards on Monday, won three of them. Uh, that woman, Shirley Ralph, won for Outstanding Supporting Actress in a Comedy Series. Uh, they also won Outstanding Writing for a Comedy Series. And they also won Outstanding Casting for a Comedy Series. And she was like the first, um, this is in the Pick Me Up actually, but she was the um, first black woman in, I think like either 25 or 35 years to win in her category. So I just thought that was really cool. Um, and with that said, so you'll read about her more in the Pick, Up, Pick Me Up tomorrow, which is our weekly newsletter. I have taken out over while Katie Burke is on maternity leave. And I got to tell you, I am having the best time kind of messing around with it. You're really enjoying it more than I thought you would. 
I'm enjoying it more than I thought I would. I think I was so intimidated by it because Katie is a writer by trade yeah. and she's so smart. And I was really intimidated to try to like fill her shoes. But what I've been able to do is explore like some of the bells and whistles that we haven't gotten a chance to mess around with yeah. um, yet. Yeah. And so tomorrow, this isn't a bell and whistle. I just got excited. I'm going to put a trivia question in there. Oh, wow. um, so that's new. And what else do we have in there? I am totally blanking out like right now. Like what sort of trivia question? It's a trivia question based on stuff that uh, you've heard on our show. Oh, so and then if, the, you, if you listen regularly, you have an advantage. Yes, you do. Is there a prize? There's not a prize yet, but when I get to that bell and whistle, there, <laughs> my idea in my head is that, you know, like in a couple months when I roll out that, you know, feature that there could be a prize, but no. Do it's you, just fun. Do you think we should have a feature in the Pick Me Up newsletter where people share the newsletter with others? Like if you forward it, mm -hmm. right? And then if you forward it and and other people subscribe, like every time somebody else subscribes from your forward, you get like a point. And then when you reach like 10 points, you get a free t-shirt or something. Yes, you I do? definitely, I do oh. want to do that. However, I want to, um, you know, get like, feedback on what people really like so we can make it chock full of everything that people love. Like the letter at the beginning is back because you asked for it. And I just want to hear like, do you like the trivia? Is it super fun? Do you like the, you know, things you heard on the podcast? Anywho, let us know. I will craft it to you and only you. I guess we're doing another round of does it stand the test of time, but, uh, be safe gentlemen and ladies. Um, we're doing another round of does it stand the test of time? I and, we, and we agreed that we were going to do three every time because we both like the number three, but there's only two things. And I would like to guess why there's only two. You got to open this because I can't do it. Um, okay. You want to guess why there's only two? Yeah. Okay. Go for it. The third item is juicy fruit gum. And somehow that has ended up in Ellie's bedroom no. and she's taking a nap right now. I totally forgot about that. Otherwise... I would do it. No, it's because I got the chicken biscuit cracker things that everyone was like, I mean, overwhelming an amount. Oh, to put the cheese whiz on? Yeah, to put the cheese whiz on. So I got those and I was like all excited about that. I did not get the cheese whiz at the same time because they were out of the cheddar cheese, which apparently is what we did wrong. We were supposed to buy the cheddar. I bought the American. It was horrible. Um, and then... Unfortunately, when I went back to the store, do you want to guess how much it was? And I have attitude about this price. The cheese whiz? Yeah. I don't know how much. Jeff's walking across the room to get scissors. It was six seventy nine. And I looked at the price for a minute and I grabbed it and then I had to put it back. Like I can't seven, in good conscience spend $7 on that. So I'm going to, um, for seven bucks, can't you get like a pound of just non hairs like proper cheese for $7, you can get a ton of proper cheese. So I just feel like, you know, kudos to whoever makes that for being ballsy enough to say, you know what? Someone's going to pay $7 for this or you know what else it could be is someone who's like, I really want this product to go away. And I really want to prove to my boss that it's irrelevant now. Let me, let me just, I'm going to raise the price by a dime every two months until people just stop buying it. Okay. And, and, then no, and then nobody stops. So we have um, Gushers, which was a request from you listening. Um, I, it's cute how you dump them all out. Like we're going to eat more than one. 
Well, I just, I think the annoying, I don't, for somebody, you are so bothered by sounds, mm -hmm. yet you are the queen of crinkles on this show. Like if there's a loud package, you don't even realize you're doing it and you're like. So we're doing gushers. That's why I handed it to you. I punted it to you. I know, but that's why I dumped it out. So we don't have to hear that anymore. Oh, okay. Um, okay, you want to go first? I might eat more. No, I think we should do the other one first. Okay. The I, other don't, I, don't, I don't know, because... Hmm. The other one that I got are the Planters Cheese Balls. C-H-E-E-Z. And I got these because when we would go to the beach, my dad would buy these and that, eat them. Given the spelling, isn't, shouldn't it be Shea Balls? <laughs> isn't it like a... <laughs> <laughs> at a resort in France. Where are you staying? Planters Shea Balls. Um, so which one do you want to do first? I don't know because the gushers are going to get stuck in your teeth. Right? Oh, yeah. We got to do the cheese balls but first. But the cheese balls are also, I think they're That's also going to get stuck cheese in your teeth. Cheese balls first. Here we go. You want to mute my mic or something? No, just, just move it away. I would eat that whole box right now. Ew, really? Yes. Too fake cheesy for me. Mm -mm. I would eat. It tastes like Cheetos. I it's would... the planter's version of Cheetos. Mm -mm. These are better than Cheetos. I could eat this whole can of Shea Balls right now. <laughs> Absolutely. With, and you know, if you're, if you are a soft drink drinker, you know there's a difference with a gas station fountain Coke. Mm -hmm. Not a can of Coke. Yeah, not, a fountain Coke, not of, course, can, of course. Not any fountain Coke. Gas station. The gas station fountain Coke. Like a McDonald's fountain Coke, that would be too Bernie for this. It would be too. So what are you? Yes, stand the test of time, and I am going, as soon as we finish this show, I am gonna go to the Chevron down the street and get a Coke, and this is lunch. So I'm gonna eat another one. Ew, so gross. Okay, Gushers. I'm going to go red to give it a better chance. I got to say, these are really hard. Why are they hard? I just bought them, like, not that long ago. You expect Shea Balls to be hard, but you don't expect your Gushers to be hard. You think you're really funny, don't you? Mm -hmm. Did you eat Gushers as a kid? Mm, kind of, I don't know. I mean, you definitely know what they are, though. Uh -huh. Speaking of the chewy noises, yuck. How are they? I'm gonna try mine. I have th three quick thoughts on the gushers. One, initial bite, so good. Two, by bite four or five, they're very chemically. Sour. By, that might've been the flavor you got. And by, by six, by bite six, there's no flavor left whatsoever. It's like a cheap piece of it's like that bazooka gum, you know, where like it's super sweet and whatever gum tasting at the beginning and by the end of it gone. They're better than I thought. Um, but I wouldn't eat them again. I will not think about these again. Like I will not be like, oh, you're going to be gushers. too busy um, thinking about your shea balls. Yes. But I promise you, I will. I th these are going on our next road trip. Like these are- they, the, they really are not. Yes, they are. You don't have to eat them if you don't want to. Yeah, but I don't want you to give them to Ellie either. Why? Because- Well, I mean, she can't, they're a choking hazard now. More for me. So good. You're gonna replace our 
best road trip snack ever, the Target um, trail mix, the caramel trail mix with that. There's room in our car for both. Ladies and gentlemen, please give it up for your next comedian here at Ellie's Comedy Club. You're going to love this guy. Welcome to the stage, Dad. What is the best way to keep someone in suspense? You're here on the upside because you like to be inspired. The world is full of inspiring people who have achieved amazing things. There are people who have scaled the tallest mountains. Others have created music beloved by millions of people. Whose Amazing Life is a podcast from Wondery that celebrates these one in a million stories. Each episode walks you through the life's journey of a legend in their field. It could be an athlete, an artist, an explorer, an actor, anyone who has made an impact on the world around us. But here's the catch. You won't know who they're describing until the very end of the episode. So it's your job to play along. From the creators of Little Stories Everywhere and Adventures of Cairo, Whose Amazing Life is a podcast for the whole family that allows you to spend some time walking in the shoes of legends. Follow Whose Amazing Life on Amazon Music, Apple Podcasts, or listen early and ad-free by joining Wondery Plus in Apple Podcasts or the Wondery app. Are the credit cards you carry right now in your wallet, are they doing enough for you? Because with a secured Chime Credit Builder Visa credit card, you can start building credit with everyday purchases and on-time payments. Because with Credit Builder, members can increase their credit history with no annual fees or interest. And you know this, having a good credit score is going to mean better car loan rates or easier renting of apartments, uh, bragging rights around the dinner table, and eventually things like auto loans and mortgages. All of that starts with a great credit score, and you can start that journey with Chime. Sign up only takes two minutes. It doesn't affect your current credit score, and you can get started at Chime.com slash upside. That's Chime.com slash upside. The Chime Credit Builder Visa credit card is issued by Stride Bank NA pursuant to a license from Visa USA. Chime checking account of $200 qualifying direct deposit required to apply for the secured Chime Credit Builder Visa credit card. Regular on-time payment history can have a positive impact on your credit score. Impact to credit score may vary and some users' credit scores may not improve. We appreciate our Upside partners and we appreciate you for supporting them. For more information on any advertiser on the Upside, visit CallieandJeff.com. You know what might be an interesting take on our does it stand the test of time or any taste test thing that we do? What? I think, I wonder, I mean, we'd have to get somebody to help us, but I think what if we did it blindfolded? Like, what if we did it? Like, honestly, I'm looking at the cheese balls that we just did a few minutes ago. I'm influenced by the word planters, I think. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, when I think of planters, like, I think of, like, in the house a lot as a kid, we would you have the cans. think of nuts and balls? <laughs> I think of nuts and shaved balls. But when I was a kid, like, I remember my dad would have the blue can of planters. Yes. Mixed nuts. Or, um... Or the peanuts, Mm -hmm. just the salted peanuts. Mm -hmm. Um, Like those were always, like that was like always a snack in the house. I just, when I think of planters, I think of good things. And I'm wondering, 
if that wasn't in a planner's container. Because it doesn't, the, the cheese balls don't taste spectacular. But I think I'm influenced by the name. But that's the whole point is, does it stand the test of time? Like the whole point of the segment is, are they as good as we thought yeah, they were when we were kids? But I think a way to do a proper taste test, oh my gosh. It's not really a taste test though. I, well, I think this is the evolution of does it stand the test of time? It's some sort of blindfolded, like lesser costing price point versus brand name, right? Mm -hmm. Because number one, if you buy- That's true, I would do that. If you buy generic stuff, if you go to the store and you just buy- peanut butter mm -hmm. store brand mm -hmm. like Kroger doesn't have a peanut butter factory. Is that They're even interesting though? Or is it like, I don't know. Cause everybody knows the store brand is usually superior, but I don't ever think to buy it. Like what if, you know, the store buys their generic stuff from, like yeah, they don't make their own milk they or don't, peanut yeah. butter, or whatever. Right. They don't have, there's no dairy. There's no Kroger dairy farm. Mm -hmm. Right. I don't know, just thinking out, just brainstorming, but I think that's the evolution of this is to somehow create a blind taste test. So the influence of brand names. I have a word that, well, no, I have a feeling that I feel like we need to name inconsistency with your, is that the way to say it? You have a definition that needs a word to go with it. I do have a definition. And my definition is the dread, the overwhelming dread slash fear slash whatever else that you feel when you have old food in a container in the fridge and you know you have to open it and get rid of it because it's been weeks and you know it's bad and it's the dread I think that comes the, with that. I think in this house, and I don't think there's a word, I think it's just the text message that you send me saying, will you throw away the stuff I put in the <laughs> sink? Cause you just move it from the fridge still in the sealed container. Here's the conundrum. I left a, um, one of my, um, like, uh, what's it called? Little glass container things that I take my lunch in. Oh, I left one of those in the fridge at work. Yeah. Guess what was in there? Probably hard boiled eggs. Yeah. How long ago? A month and a half. If it, w if it was just plasticware, I would tell I'd you say to toss, toss it, it. But it's like one of my nice It's, what, it's more expensive. Uh-huh. But that also means it can be easier easier cleaned. I just dread did the you, wafting smell that's going to come out of there. But Did the, you bring it home? Do you have it home with you? No. Why wouldn't you bring Why would you? Why? Because I'm putting it off because I don't want to do it. And if I bring it home, you're going to make me do it. At you got to do it on a Monday. Or no. What day is today? Today's... Wednesday. Today's Wednesday. Mm -hmm. So you've got to do it on Tuesday on garbage day. And you literally have to put the whole thing in a plastic garbage bag, open it. And then we like dump, immediately. Dump the contents out, immediately run to the, put it, have like the sink filled with water, drop it in the water so it can start to Why soak, wouldn't I just. Then tie it up and it goes right out because garbage day is Tuesday. Why wouldn't I just put it in the disposal? Because then it's going to spew stuff all over the place. We need to get it out of the house. Mm -hmm. It's going to stink so bad. I know. It's like, like That's it. like the courtesy flush of bad food. You know what I mean? What's the courtesy flush of bad? Was it what? You've never heard of a courtesy flush? I have, but how does that relate to bad food? You don't just drop it in the garbage disposal. You do everything you can to, to <laughs> mitigate the smell. 
We've had a really foul show today, and I just feel like we need to be done with the references. All right, let's move on to three random things. Your first random thing for today is... Uh, from Health Magazine. Meaningless meetings aren't just a waste of time. They're actually bad for your health. Uh, Health Magazine reported on a study done by the University of North Carolina that said poorly conducted meetings create frustration, which leads to stress and anxiety. And ineffective meetings can actually make you anxious and depressed for the rest of the day. On the other side of that, Efficiently run and productive meetings will enhance enthusiasm, productivity, and job satisfaction. Jeff Dollar, what is my number one pet peeve? Um, Unnecessary meetings. Yeah. I well, hate you, them. You've I gotten better. You, you don't like meetings at all, but you've gotten better. I don't like meetings at all, mostly because I feel like I have spent a large portion of my career in unnecessary meetings that could have been emails. Yeah. And to me, that is super inefficient. So that's one area of improvement that I would like us to have as like, as a leadership role in our company is better meeting runners, whatever that's called leaders. You mean plan out our meetings beforehand and like everything want to say and stuff like that. What do you mean by better Everything deliver the, the stuff that we deliver, the content that we deliver, pep talk part of it, all of that stuff. I would like us to be better at that. Yeah. Work in progress. Your second random thing is walking between 3,800 and 9,800 steps a day can cut your risk of dementia. That's according to a new study. Participants between the ages of 40 and 79 who took 98 or 9,826 steps a day were 50% less likely. That's such a specific number. You know, it's science, my friend, science. Yeah. Um, they were 50% less likely to develop dementia within seven years. And those who walked at a very brisk pace of 112 steps a minute, I don't even know how fast that is, couldn't tell you, not a walker, probably should be, uh, for 30 minutes a day, saw the biggest reduction in risk at 62%. That almost seems like a jog. Let's take two steps a second. Well, it's like a, like you've seen, remember when we used to go to malls, like the mall walkers? Yeah. Mall Speed, speed walkers. Speed walkers. Um, and your third random thing is if you swap, one of the number one things that you can do for mental health is swapping 20 to 30 minutes of social media time for 20 to 30 minutes of no input physical activity. So if you can just decide that when you're sitting on the couch, mindlessly scrolling through the grams or the talks or whatever, right? If you can- The talks. TikTok. Oh. <laughs> um, Sorry, back in my day, we called it TikTok. I was yeah. not expecting that. Or sending the snaps, mm -hmm. Snapchat. Mm -hmm. um, or Facebooking, that's Facebook. Yeah, I don't think anyone says or that. Or spacing your mys, that's MySpace. Does MySpace still exist? I don't know. Anyways, if you could just find, uh, take 20 minutes away from that and instead leave your phone down and just do some physical activity. Think about it. 20 minutes, that's like walking to the end of your block and back maybe twice. Like, that's all it is. Uh, not only does the physical activity help you, but the sensory input uh, on top, eliminating the mindless blue screen sensory input from your phone or replacing it with real world engagement, visual and audio engagement, uh, 
does wonders for your mental health. And those are your three random things. Thank you for listening to The Upside with Callie and Jeff. Most people learn about The Upside from their friends. Please tell everyone you know about this podcast so the amazing Upside community can continue to grow. I saw our neighbor yesterday and I made a point to, because I always forget to do this. And I know Jeff, this is like, you you want to know this so bad. I asked her if we have a Halloween trick-or-treating neighborhood. Yep. Her answer was, not really. No. I know, such a bummer. And but I the will- ki- But the kids on this street are all little enough. Like you said the other day, like they only need five houses to be. Like, oh my gosh, this is a, well. Like when you're, when you're eight years old, that's when you're doing multiple blocks and you're trying to fill up the, the you know, your trick-or-treat bag mm-hmm. as much as you can. When you're like, Ellie's eight, when you're three, you go to house number one, you're like, they just gave me candy for being cute? What? Then you go to house number two, house number three, and then probably around house number four, you're like, I want to go home and eat my candy. Yeah, right? I Here's what she had to say. And I feel like she's coming from a different place than we are because the place that she's coming from is 10 years ago when she moved onto the street, they had a huge Halloween party. They blocked off the street. There was like a whole deal. And then now there's just like a couple of kids. Fewer kids. There's fewer kids. So we're coming from the place of we don't get one. Yeah. We do not get one single trick-or-treater last year. Yeah. Um, so, and the ones before that were our friends' kids. Yeah. Like it just is. A, so I would think that hopefully we're going to be pleasantly surprised because there are so many like under five kids yeah. on our street. Yeah. At least like four or five that play in the street all the time, whatever. So you would think that there would be like a neighborhood effort to say like, you know, I'm going to give out candy. And I also found out that in like our community neighborhood, the one that you're in the Facebook group for, yeah, they up until this year, and I don't know if they're going to do it this year or not, but they would have a sign up sheet so you could put your address as a house that people could come trick or treating at. So you would say, yes, I'm going to be giving out candy. So parents well, could that, like plan that, a route. That's just, that's unnecessary. That that's... You are telling me you wouldn't join it. You wouldn't put us on that list. I just think it's unnecessary. You turn your light on. You turn your porch light on. Yeah. Or you light the candle in the jack-o'-lantern. Mm-hmm. That's how you know. Yeah. You don't have to. You just think it's too newfangled. No, I just think it's an unnecessary step. Yeah. It's like putting instructions on how to make a peanut butter sandwich and having step one be get the bread out of the pantry. Like, of course you get the bread out. It's a sandwich. It's an unnecessary thing. Hey, good morning, Callie and Jeff. This is Ari calling from North Carolina. I had to stop the uh, pod, and I know I'm probably only like three minutes in. Jeff, I agree with you. Uh, email is different than uh, a calendar invite. To me, someone should have the courtesy to at least give you an explanation as to why they're changing the meeting on the calendar and allow you the opportunity to say yes or no that that is satisfactory. Um I'm kind of like you. I probably be a little put off, and I probably wouldn't even want to do business or have the meeting with them um, again. Anyway, have a great morning and enjoy the day. Oh, also, congrats on the neighborhood invite. Talk to you guys later. Bye. Hey, Kelly and Jeff, it's Lauren. Um, I think I agree with Jeff on the sorry issue for that. If the meeting was like that day, now if it was, you know, out a couple of days or a week or something then no, you don't need to apologize. And I agree with Callie, you don't need a reason. 
And, but I do think that if you set aside time that day for that person and you rearranged your schedule to have that meeting, you could have been doing something else and then, you know, or not scheduled a different meeting for that. So I do think you could have said, sorry, an issue came up, on, you know, would these days work for you? I think I agree with Jeff on that. Have a good day. Hi, Callie and Jeff. You're talking about the buy one, get one free at the grocery stores. But I will warn you, don't assume that every public does that, um, where you can get one of them for half price. Uh, I believe that's true in Georgia, at least around the Atlanta area. However, if you go down to Florida, specifically around Destin, uh, they do not honor that. You have to buy both in order to get one of them um, or two of them for the price of one. I'm going to let you know. Thanks. Bye. Hey, Callie and Jeff. I have to agree with Callie on the uh, moving on the calendar. As long as it's done ahead of time and they're asking your opinion as far as what other dates would work for you, I don't think an apology for moving the meeting is required. Um, is it nice? Yeah. But um, as long as they gave you enough notice that they were mo- needed to cancel and that um, they're rescheduling. All right. Have a good day. Bye. Hey, on the cancellation of the meeting, it's not a right or wrong, but a little bit of respect for canceling it. All you have to say, I've had to recancel. Does this date work for you? Not just a, the meeting has been canceled. My two cents. The discussion about the dog treats or giving the dogs the sweet potatoes, I am 100,000% support that. I'm a big advocate of that. The dog, It's so good for the dogs, and there's so many things that they can eat as long as you don't put any seasoning or anything like that on it. But even with my dogs, my boxers that I've had in my little dog now, when I'm cutting the strawberries, the caps off the strawberries, I give them that. They think it's amazing. They get a little bite of the strawberry and then the green part at the top. It's like it's heaven to them. Like you said, it's like it's a chocolate chip cookie. So it's like I'm recycling something as well as um, giving them something that's healthy for them. So keep doing it. Bye. I would like to share with you just three cardinal rules of my ability and longevity. One, Surround yourself with people whose eyes light up when they see you coming. Two, slowly is the fastest way to get to where you want to be. And three, the top of one mountain is the bottom of the next, so keep climbing.